Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Virginia Gathiri. This is the Moments of Introspection show. And I have my, well, it depends on where you're listening. If you're listening to it on the podcast players, then it's the podcast. But I have my sister on today with me. I'm so excited. My sister, Maria Gathiri. Hey, Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, how are you doing today? Doing well. And thanks for having me, sis. Of course. Anytime. How was your, what was the most exciting thing that you did this past weekend? This weekend. So I do sing in my church choir and we, Mm -hmm. um, just the first weekend of the month. So that's, we have four services. So Saturday and Sunday, a few hours there. So that was, I mean, it's always fun. I have friends there. So I'd say that was, that was cool. And then afterwards, Sunday, I just kind of chilled out, was on the couch. I think I started started watching Jurassic Park on Peacock. So it was a good weekend. Now, how many times have you watched Jurassic Park? So they had the new one out, World Dominion. Oh, which okay. I, with, yeah, which I hadn't seen. It came out this year. Huh. So, and honestly, I can't. So I, so the one, I think the first one was good. The the mm-hmm. second and third. Mm, but then the the Jurassic World, that one, I think I might've seen like five times. I think it came out on my birthday and it was, I oh, thought it was wow. great. And then they did Jurassic, after that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which was pretty cool. Okay. I maybe saw it once or twice. And then, um, yeah, so this one just came out this year. So this one was, it was kind of neat because they brought back people from like the first one. And I, it almost, hmm. it kind of put, and again, I was kind of in and out paying attention, but, and I still haven't finished it, but it was, it was decent. It put me in the mind of how they did coming to America where there were so many references for the, from the second one, how they yep. brought, yeah, so many things from the first that this is what they did with this Jurassic world. Cause they pulled in people that were only in the first one. They're back in this hmm. and people from all of, yeah. So it was, it was neat. Okay, but, cool. Like I, said, I was just kind of, I think these days my media intake is not super, super high. So yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't focused. That's okay. <laughs> was, That's all right. What I paid attention to was all right. So yeah, that was, that was a weekend. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. So I don't even remember details from the first Jurassic Park <laughs> and I would anticipate I haven't seen any others. I mm. probably have. I just don't remember. I don't usually remember anything from movies at all, which is very odd. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway, huh. but that's great. Sounds like a good weekend. How many services did you sing? Uh, did four. your choir yep, sing? One on, yep, one on Saturday at 545 and then Sunday 8, 10, and 12. Y'all. And our call, what? Our call, our call times are usually like two hours before anything starts. So we're there like at before Ooh. six on Sundays and like about Long. three-ish on Saturday. Yeah, so it, it you know... It, yeah, but so thankfully it's only once a month. Okay, that's that good. A blow. And I want to tell y'all, my sister also plays the piano at rehearsal. I think, don't you? Yes. Yep, I do. I do because our current directors aren't, or our current director here. I guess directors. Yep, none of them play. So because I know mm-hmm. how, I volunteered to assist. So yes, that's and, pretty common. Our, there's, there's. It's not is, uncommon for directors to be non-pianists non- musicians like musicians yeah, you know, yeah that is that's and, and then too another thing is that the band like literally the church it's it's like any mega church or maybe just any church mm-hmm. but like the band literally is not there for the weekly rehearsals so which is another thing i mean maybe mm-hmm. in smaller churches you have if you have an organist they come to rehearsal like us growing up mm-hmm. the organist yeah, would just be right. you have somebody at rehearsal that play, but yeah, here mm-hmm. they just schedule people on the weekends or they have staff mm-hmm. that play on the weekends. So literally they get they get our song in like the Thursday before 
we we do a run through with the band, and that's the the only time and the first time. So at rehearsals, hmm. okay, yeah. So, but yep. Hmm. So yeah, that's something else I do. Okay, listen, y'all. If you know anything about being saved, my sister good and saved. <laughs> All that church she she goes to every well once a month. <laughs> We praise the Lord for her service, nah, but she's she's a very talented musician, and I appreciate Thank that. You. My sister's awesome. She wasn't a jazz man for years. Maybe we'll talk about that another time. So she plays lots of other instruments and sings a little Sade. There's that. Uh-huh. So she's a very talented musician. Uh, yeah. So, well, hmm. My weekend, I had a, I was participated in a wonderful local conference called Be Golden here in Bloomington, Indiana. And I've actually uh, participated since they since the inception in 2017. So I've been fortunate to be a part in some type of way. And also my popcorn company uh, in the first year or two, I think we uh, helped to sponsor and provide some snacks and things. So it's a great women's empowerment conference, um, women coming together from different parts of the country, lots of local Bloomington, Indiana women. And the organizers are just really, they just, they love community. They love uh, all things women's empowerment. So it's great to be a part of that. And so that was Friday and Saturday. And listen, I was wore out. So I didn't, I sing on my worship team at my church as well in Bloomington, Indiana. And uh, when I sing, I sing three services, but I was not on the schedule this weekend. So listen, Sunday, I had bedside service. I was woe out, y'all. So I rested. Sometimes I heard somebody say, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is rest. And sometimes we need rest. You know, that may seem controversial to some, especially people who are used to maybe having a, um, maybe an almost uh, unconscious regularity of doing something like going to your Sunday service. And if that's you, that's fine. Uh, but you know, I think sometimes you need to respond to what your body is telling you. And, uh, yeah, so I took Sunday to rest and it was beautiful. Uh, I got more sleep than I typically am able to on a weekend and, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So feeling great and refreshed. So what I wanted to bring my sister on for is I just love my sister, but also, uh, since I I am. Oh, thanks. I'm talking about, you know, at the start of the fall, uh, focus, the importance of focus. And I think about oftentimes we compare ourselves to other people and or we think about other people's experience. And my sister's definitely always been there's three of us. So my brother is the youngest and uh, he's really brilliant. He's in, in finance. He's an accountant. Very brilliant person. My sister is an engineer and has um, areas of expertise in um, chemical engineering and computer programming. And she's a real estate person and, you know, musician and really brilliant. And I do all sorts of things all over the map. But um, interestingly, I would say, even growing up, my sister was the one probably who I would say uh, was able to focus a little more, or maybe she seemed a little more calm. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe she was screaming in the inside. You never know. She might have been screaming in the inside, but but uh, she definitely appeared on the 
front on the surface, very calm, a lot more calm than my brother and I, certainly. Uh, even though my brother is the youngest, people would probably say I'm the most intense, dramatic, or hyper. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of talk about or reminisce a little bit about uh, our levels of focus growing up. So um, like I said, I am the oldest. Uh, my sister's a couple years younger than I am. And then Joel, my brother has, I think I've got seven years on him. But what would you say, Wanjiru uh, is her middle name. So we're going to call her Wanjiru minus Tati. What would you say was your, uh, like, how do you remember being focused on things as a little girl? Can you remember anything? You know, honestly, um, and it, a lot of it may be personality, but I think I, yeah, like I, I, I think was focused on like achievement slash mastery. Cause even like thinking about piano lessons, thinking about like grades in school, like just, and I, and I think because I like systems and mm. repetitiveness and consistency. So it's like, okay, so I'm in the end. And two, like knowing that, you know, we're taking, uh, like having piano lessons and like, you know, we get this set, like work on these three songs or this exercise for the next week when the teacher comes. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, I'm, you know, driven to do this and to make sure that it's done and it's correct. Like, I think, yeah, that like drives me like, so maybe hmm. that's why I was able to be focused, you know, just the between piano and between grades. It's like, okay, well, this is the, you know, the um, target that you're going to reach. Today's episode is sponsored by Popcorn Kernels with a Twist, the most spectacular gourmet popcorn on the planet. Visit popcorntwist.com. That's P-O-P-K-O-R-N-T-W-I-S-T.com and order some popcorn today. You'll be glad that you did. Okay, that makes me, sense. It's, yeah, yep. It's like I'm, yeah, like my, I don't know, driver focus is to, to do it. I was the word perfect keeps coming to mind, but you know, as a child, and maybe type A, per, I don't know, perfectionist type. So I think that, yeah, I think that's something part of partly personality, but mm -hmm. I would say for sure. Now, did you listen to the other podcast on Drew? Yeah, perfection no, that's why doesn't I didn't, exist. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to say perfection. <laughs> You trying to come from me, sis? Yep, I'm judging you in and a see, loving I, way. <laughs> this, so disclaimer, and because perfection was in my head, but I was like, I don't want to say it. You, you know should. that the yeah, that honestly was me. Like now, it's not a thing, mm -hmm. but definitely as a being younger, you know, as I've gotten older, it's just like yeah, like like perfect doesn't exist. I mean, and literally in software engineering, my profession, they say like done is better than perfect. Because literally, like, hmm. it's known in software engineering that you go out with, like, 80% complete or 80% done and, like, 20%. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, you don't – if you're waiting until 100%, you'll never release any software. Is that why you the apps won't. be jacking up? <laughs> now I'm mad. You didn't tell Possibly. Me. My sister has given us industry secrets. This is true. Like, literally, so, I mean – So, huh. But yeah. that's a good point. Yep, because if you wait, that's and like and like we were talking about earlier, like some bugs, if they're like um, edge cases or like you know, yeah, this is something a user could do, but out of our five thousand users, mm -hmm. maybe twenty will do it. Let's push the app out and let's let that be a fast follow. That's the thing because if you're hmm. trying to address every minuscule issue that could happen, 
mm-hmm. you'll never release any software. And Listen so again, and even, yeah, that's the, I mean, it was like the, like the 80, 20 rule. Like when it's, you know, 80% of the way there, push the button. Okay. Push the button. Yeah. You hear what she said, from, y'all? Uh, a, a reference from a uh, rush hour, I think, but yeah. And color purple, the new, the updated color purple on Broadway. Push yeah. the button. They got a song called Push the Button. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Push the button, y'all. So, okay. So would you say then that because you even have that standard in your current career today, that uh your level of focus has decreased, or there's just focus on getting like checking off the boxes as opposed to maybe creating something that is a masterpiece. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think like, like, like is quality impacted based on that kind of mindset or that. Yeah. um, Yeah. You know, honestly, I would say, well, I was gonna say yes and no, but I would kind of say, I want to say no, because I, I, I will say that you, I think there's a, balance to throw that word out there like you do mm-hmm. i mean obviously i don't want to especially for the main things like stuff i don't want stuff to be crappy and my name's on it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so that yeah that keeps me it's like okay like if if i'm working on this piece of it to the best of my ability it's going to be done well i'm going to catch yeah. everything that i can think of to catch yeah because i just don't want like i don't want the testers to get it and then find all these bugs It's because i feel like and again stuff can't be taken personally because it can't because we're human and a lot of times you just, it's what they call, we test the happy path. You build something, you test like, yeah, the happy path. Like this is in theory, the path where it's going to work. So a lot of times mm-hmm. the testers will hit other things, but yeah, but I just, just the way I am, I don't want to put my name on anything that is crappy. Yep. So I think I'm still, you know, driven to, to do well and go over and above for what I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. And then with that same token, you know, you have to, like at the end of the day, like I said, we're human. So stuff will slip through. It just will. But I, you know, make sure it's not intentional and then just recognize that, uh, like, yeah, I mean it, you know, you do your best and leave it at that. Cause even like, like I'm kind of, we're, you know, waiting kind of a larger project for something I've worked on with this iPhone mm-hmm. app that we now support. And I literally implemented, um, biometrics, face ID, touch ID. So we, mm. it's been done about a month. We're, just been behind, but it's supposed to be actually be released this Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm excited, ready for the, um, our clients to start using it, but yeah, but it's like, you, you have to know that you've done your best, expect the best. Yeah. So I think I'm still driven to give good quality, but then, I mean, it's known as a programmer, things happen, you, things, you, you just don't catch things, but I think you can stress yourself out if you're mm-hmm. expecting this needs to be like a hundred percent, you can stress yourself out. So I think just finding that good balance where it's like, okay, well, shoot, it's not going to be a hundred percent. So why even try versus, oh my gosh, like everything has to be, you know, perfect. All the I's T's. Yeah. Like I can't miss anything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think those extremes are not good. So I think finding a good place and delivering quality work with the mm-hmm. understanding that there are some, you know, little things that'll get through the cracks. And then too, so like I said, with the 80, 20 rule, some things that we just decide, well, this is not important enough to mm-hmm. delay yeah project so we know it's like a known bug okay but it's not yeah so so that's a long answer but so what about when you were she also did chemical engineering y'all i think that's her primary degree so when you were doing that what you were younger so were your thoughts different about like 
how long you had to focus and what constituted something being excellent comparative to just getting it done? Is it a different mindset? Hmm. And that honestly seems like, so I literally was a chemical engineer or yeah, in profession in 2000, or I'm sorry, 99, I think July 99 through June of 2000. Okay. Um, so about a year, um, So I don't even know if I was long enough to really <laughs> answer that question. It literally was a year. And then I started. So I used my degree for like a year. Okay. But, but yeah, but in that time, I mean, obviously it was new. Like they started. Yeah. I can't, I don't even know if I got into a lot of deep stuff. Like at one point I was doing like a rotation. So I spent some time in the control room. Cause I Is worked that when you were in the EPA. Oh, so that was an internship I did while I was okay. in college. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, the stuff I did, I almost forgot about the EPA. Hmm. That's okay. I'm like, I might not remember Jurassic Park, but I remember that. I do too. (laughs) I can, gosh. But even here at the cement plant, like I did a rotation. I was out in the field with the guys climbing silos. That was kind of fun to be outside. Yeah. Working with men, working with men like that is different when you're 22 years old. It was that mm-hmm. that's part of the reason I was just like, this is not the life for me. <laughs> I'm out oh, here a hard hat, steel toe boots, and safety goggles, and you know, still getting hit on. And I was just yeah. like, okay. And then yeah. you know, I was new here. I knew one person that lived like an hour away here. She was also from my college, and she worked at um, Texas Instruments. But mm-hmm. she was with a lot of young professionals, and I really wasn't. Oh, okay. So just being young and just trying to, you know, establish myself and, Mm -hmm. but yeah, at any rate, yeah, I did rotations. I was in the field, I was in the control room and then I think I did something else, but yeah, honestly, I can't remember enough to judge that. Cause I don't, I think I was such a, such a short time, but yeah. And even like my internships, I was at Merck also. I went to New Mm -hmm. Jersey. I remember. Yep. So I guess I did. In addition to working as a professional chemical engineer, I had, yeah, Mm -hmm. EPA, Merck. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So I probably did. Yeah, I, I can't say that I remember details okay. to be able to answer that. So that's all right. No problem. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's okay. No problem. So I would say I'm very different than that. Um, I think I am a stickler on wanting things to be a certain way, the things that I really care about, which I would say most of us are, but uh, it definitely is probably not um, related to being able to focus because uh uh-uh, that is (laughs) typically not my strong suit. It is not. I remember even as a child, I would leave my kindergarten classroom. My mother, our mother was a third grade teacher in the same class, in the same school uh, where we went to elementary for a few years. And I remember leaving my kindergarten classroom and running to her class. Part of it was because I'm I'm a performer. I've been a, probably a performer just like naturally all my life. <laughs> Very dramatic as I'm told I am. It's fine. But I would literally leave uh, my classroom and run out of there to go ask my mom questions just to, just to get attention, just to, uh, you know, I love to make people laugh and the kids would laugh. So, and I remember mommy telling me that the teacher said that I was really smart, but I just was hyper and not focused. 
So, uh, and I would say probably if my parents maybe were different parents, if our parents were different parents um, and maybe we, it was a different time, like the 2000s or the 90s, as opposed to the 70s, I would be one of those kids who likely would have needed some type of uh, assistance with the pharmaceutical or medication because to calm me down. But I remember after kindergarten, they put me into, uh, they basically held me back after kindergarten before first grade and put me into a program called Reading Readiness, where we did computers and we did all sorts of other activities to keep us stimulated. And so at my age, past 45 now, I am constantly finding myself doing all these different things at one time. So I have to talk to myself to be able to focus on one thing often to get stuff done. So when we took piano lessons, oh my God, I hated practicing. I Now I can play. I prefer to play classical music. And sometimes I'll sit down at my piano and just start playing something. But I literally abhorred, I hated practicing. I didn't care. My sister always got more stickers than me because she always practiced. Probably the books, I had no stickers. <laughs> our piano teacher came to our house. We had private lessons for years. God bless my parents. And uh, my sister would always practice. So she always had stickers. I never got stickers. Because I always knew the same song because I was like, oh, just not that interested in practicing. And I just think it's because I was not focused. I wasn't I was part of it was probably I wasn't really interested, but I also just had a struggle sitting there and, you know, doing doing um, what I did. So I think also that probably speaks to our career path that when I become bored, it is incredibly difficult for me to want to just stay there. I'm like, nope, bored, <laughs> not mm. focused, time to go. I mean, it takes a lot. Now I will say being an academic, because I do have uh, latitude over how I create my courses and things like that, that helps to keep uh, the interest level. But um, if I'm being honest, I, even in this space, can't see myself there for the next 20 years. I mean, that's just... Some people are career people in whatever they're doing. I'm just, I was not created that way. It's just not who I am. And I'm okay with that. So, uh, you know, I think honor who you are. Um, but yeah, what were you going to say? He's gonna oh, say so yeah, I did have a couple of thoughts. Well, one, I was going to ask you if the piano, did that translate to the trombone too? Is that something you were <laughs> I was terrible at that thing. <laughs> Mr. Schmidt, if you're listening, yes, no, I did not practice. Anybody that was in band with me, I was terrible. I was horrible. God bless my parents. Bless them. Listen, and I was terrible. That, that Christmas selection, me, you, and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents that are both, was... our parents are deceased, but my mother, she, the church she was going to, she had the, I think, did she organize the Christmas play or the Christmas? I believe so, yeah. Christmas program or yeah, something. We were yeah, in college. Program, yeah. My sister and I were in college. So she said, girls, please, I want you to play your instruments. Listen, that was horrible. Now, of course, you <laughs> want to do what you can to honor your mother. My brother, Joel, our brother was so angry because we kept laughing during the practice. Listen. Yes. 
I mean, I ain't played this thing in a gazillion years. I was horrible when I was in the band. I was drum major. I made drum major the summer of my freshman year because I talk loud and I can conduct because I direct the choir at my church. So, you know, uh, that worked out fine. But in terms of the trombone, no bueno. So we were sitting in our house. I think we were practicing in our living room. We couldn't stop laughing because we were terrible. I don't even know what play. That was so... <laughs> it was horrible. And when we got to the church to actually do the performance, it made us crack up. What made me crack up when people were saying, let him use you. That made me laugh so hard. Oh my God. Crazy. Yep. No, girl. <laughs> and, then, and I did have a second thought. So Okay. I think too, and this so again, personality wise. So when you were talking about like the piano and stuff, like me, I think part of that for me yeah. is I'm super, super competitive. Oh yeah. And so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like I I'd be like, yeah, it's not a competition, but I'm going to win. Like, so <laughs> I think that that drives me because I'm like, oh, I'm getting a sticker. Cause I'd love, I'd love to take tests. I'd love to take oh, tests where, you know, God. test taking anxiety is a thing. I'd be like, I'm about to get the highest score I can get. <laughs> so I don't know if that's focused, but literally that'd be my thing. Like, Oh, it's something to accomplish. Wow. Sign me up. Yeah. Like literally like all the See? and I, I have the hymnal. I want to go get it, but literally, or I want to get it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like our piano teacher would write down the songs we played. And I think she had your initials on one side and mine on the other. Yep. And my, it's like this long list. Yeah, and I got zero. You might have one or two. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, I can, y'all. I can see it now because again, oh I'm God. yeah. I think the the competitor in me is what be driving me. That's why I, I tend to do well. Yeah, when there's like a goal, when there's something for me to mm-hmm. gain or achieve. It's a, if it's a sticker, if it's a grade. Yeah. yeah. Like even a piano, if it's like, oh, this is your assignment for the week. Like I'm about to masters and play it flawlessly. So. So I guess that's a good thing about focus. Maybe one of the keys is to you've got to find something that you really enjoy or that you really, really want. Yes. Because if you don't truly want it, your focus is going to be wavered. Thank you so much for listening. Click the subscribe button so you'll know when a new episode becomes available. Please take some time to rate and review this podcast and share the link with as many people as you can. You will impact someone's world when you do.